Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Contagious Smile, Unstoppable Justice. We, Hi, y'all. we are here tonight to talk about, well, a lot of people are talking about these topics going on. However, knowing how we are, we're going to put our spin on it. And what is so unbelievable is that there have been more shootings this calendar year than there are actual days that have been in this calendar year. Does that make sense? Yeah, but uh, with this microphone, <laughs> I, I hate the fact that that they are focusing on. Oh, there's there's more than there ever been this calendar year. There's there's x x and x amount of shootings. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that. That's what you're focusing on. We just touched on it. We weren't going to stay on it. Well, that's what they're reporting there. They're, they're focused on, oh, look, the the record. This is a record. Well, that's just dumb and it's why, why, why are you promo- you're promoting this? Yeah. You're, 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 you're challenging some knucklehead to get out there and do more. Right. Hey, let's get this knucklehead in the Guinness. Right? Yeah. So I don't agree with this promoting this mass shooting record number. It, it's crazy. And then on top of it, you've got stuff like for people who don't know, there was a gorgeous little kindergarten girl. She's just as cute as can be. Her name was Kensley White, and she was playing basketball in her yard, and the ball went over into the neighbor's yard. And her dad was out there, and dad tried to cover and protect his daughter, of course. And, you know, long story short, the neighbor whose basketball went over into their property shot the dad and the little girl got shot in the face over the basketball going in over there then you have people like peyton washington who is a cheerleader she got shot in the back and in the leg because another cheerleader that she was with accidentally opened the wrong door of a car in a parking lot in austin texas they just accidentally opened the wrong car door now i I remember back in my day when our footballs or frisbees or whatever would go over into old man Boatwright's yard, he would just keep them. Or he had a, a, um, a flathead screwdriver, he'd puncture them and then throw them back over. You know? There was no, no, no nobody shooting back then, though. No, and, you know, everybody is saying that it needs to have gun control and everybody's guns need to be taken away and that's what everybody is saying, but People still had guns 100 years ago. People still had guns 25, 30 years ago. And we didn't have to worry about these shootings in a school. Or, you know, for instance, Ralph um, Urell. I'm sorry if I pronounce his name wrong because I don't think I've got it right. Um, He was shot in the head after ringing the wrong doorbell to pick up his siblings. He was shot in the head. And this is just unbelievable. You know, I, I heard something when I went to the store that just absolutely stopped me in my tracks. And I didn't get the young girl's name. And for that, I apologize. But um, a, a little girl who is, I believe, seven uh, was outside. And the mom goes and gets her to tell her dinner is ready. And the little girl is gone. She's not in her room. They don't know where she is. And come to find out, the neighbor had seen a FedEx truck. They lived in the middle of the country. And the neighbor said oh we saw a fedex truck 
and then they called FedEx and tried to trace the truck and found the truck 10 miles away and found the little girl's body and she'd been strangled to death. I mean, you can't even play in your own backyard or your front yard anymore. And then you have to worry about going to school and get shot because so many kids on Teen Talk talk about their biggest fears going into a school environment and get shot. Mm. And now you can't even trust the people delivering packages to your house because they're going to kid they could possibly kidnap you and strangle you. I mean, it's ludicrous. I mean, there's no words for the violence that's going on in this country right now. Yeah, I feel sorry if, if, if we have grandkids, if we have them, um, I feel sorry for them. I feel uh, my gray hair starting to form. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that the world that they're going to have to grow up in. But what can we do to make this a safer place for our kids? I mean, we have some people all the way that want to, to say that the guns need to be removed, but doesn't that take away our constitutional right to bear arms. You have other people that are saying that, you know, that nobody should have a gun. You have other people saying, what do we do? Just make everybody a deputy and everybody carries a gun. But the United States is the most violent place in the world. Cause you know, you go to other countries and you don't have to worry about someone pulling a gun on you. What is your perspective of this? I, I want everyone to have a gun. But that's just me. Um, go back to the old West days, you know. But you know now like the martial law thing. No, it's you know, I, I kind of side with the mentality of if everyone has a gun, then you know, you're less likely to do violence uh, to another person. Why do you think that? Now, remember, if you don't know and you're tuning in for the first time, A, we welcome you. B, my husband has an extensive background in law enforcement and military. So just keep that in mind when he uh, provides this answer. So why do you think that? Well, you know, we're, we're Americans. We, you know, we, we have a, a, a good tendency to look out for one another. So, you know, if five people that are armed citizens see someone getting robbed or, or mugged or, or or beat down, you know, hopefully they're going to, you know, try to detain that person with, with their firearm. Um, hopefully de-escalate the situ- situation. What if that person has a firearm that they're trying to detain? Like I said, there may be five other people around them to, uh, you know, help quell the, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. But now it's like the worst time in the world to be a law enforcement officer. Like, I'm so glad that that's no longer anything we have to worry about. But it's such a dangerous time. It's such a scary time. Yeah, I I don't, I really don't encourage any of y'all young bucks to get out there and um, spin your wheels in law enforcement right right out the gate. Um, At least go to the military, uh, live a little, learn a little, travel. But uh, yeah, law enforcement is is a whole new breed now. It's it's so different, and they're so afraid for doing anything because they get such ridiculed about every move that they make now. You know, and that's that's such a dangerous job. You don't know if you're coming home that night, and that's tough. That's really tough. It is, and not to mention you're you're a painted target. You know? 
Right. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand all these, all these senseless shootings out there, you know, of these innocent folks, you know, for ringing the doorbell, for, for basketball. Uh, a basketball. Come on, y'all. Somebody drove up. Uh, Kaylin Gillis was shot to death after driving up the wrong driveway in New York. I mean, that's crazy, 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 crazy. And then you have people saying that people who go to prison get reformed and they come out and they're much better. No, that, in fact, I asked someone this very day uh, who was in prison, I said, was there a, a program to help you become reformed if you were a pedophile? Y'all know the answer I got? He laughed in my face. Right, but we had someone on who advocates for the attacker, advocates for the assailant, and he believes that reform does happen in prison and that the number that reoffends once out is so minuscule. What are your thoughts on that one? Uh, he's an idiot. I was a little shocked because he abruptly left the round table. You mean he, he fled the scene of the crime? I don't want to say that per se, but there was a lot. I've interviewed him once before. I haven't aired that interview because I wanted this one to get done. And there is a lot of contradictions between the first interview and the round table interview. And Everyone who participated in the roundtable has heard both now, and they all agree, and you've heard them, that there are contradictions in them in between both of the interviews. But how do you go and, I mean, yes, I, I pray for the prick who did everything he did to me. Could I advocate for him? Not for a second. There's no way. There's no way. There's not enough money in this planet that would get me to advocate for him. There's no way. And I don't understand how anyone who has been through any kind of an assault could advocate for the monsters that did that to them. Because, you know, it's kind of like his stance of it was, well, he served his time. Then he gets to go on with his life. Well, survivors don't we learn to cope with it and learn to live with it in a totally new light. We don't get to close that chapter and put it on the bookshelf and forget it. It doesn't. We learn how to cope and move on and have new tactics. And like, like me being an amputee, I have to learn new ways of doing things. Like, you know, when I first got amputated, I couldn't fold a towel Well, you watched me earlier and I folded it. You have to find a whole new way to do things, but that doesn't mean that you have forgotten what put you there? Let's just plug in there. I did help do the laundry too. Okay. Why are you putting that in there? Because I, I just want to put that fact out there. That the husband helps with the laundry. I give you a hand, but I don't have one. Ha ha. Seriously. <laughs> I know. Everybody loves listening to us. And my husband complains like no tomorrow about how horrible he sounds on podcast even though i get so many comments about how great our chemistry is how fun we are how much how, how we are funny at, on top of that and when you have gone out and said hey you guys give us a review you know go out there and tell us what you think immediately like ding, 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 ding. like it's just blown up with reviews 
Thank you all for that. That's because they love you. No, no one ever did that before. But everybody loves the chemistry you and I have. They think we're hilarious. And we mix well together. They're not laughing now. Because we're talking about gun stuff. But they do laugh. They laugh how, you know, we make these little comments to each other all the time, even no matter how serious it is. You know, we still make these comments and they, they love it. It gives everybody hope that they can find their, their one and gives them hope not to give up. <laughs> You've never been quiet in your life, so I don't know why all of a sudden now. So a few episodes back, I started using a, a phrase called uh, soulmationship. You did, or, or, yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. I had it engraved on something for you. And, you know, just looking it up for fun, somebody already had it on uh, uh, Instagram. And then and then the dictionary defined it as some uh, root extract of the marijuana plant. I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Yeah, exactly. But what did you get as a gift? Uh, oh, my watch. Yeah. My freaking awesome watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my... Uh, my soulmate here gave me a watch with uh, our faces in, as the face uh, behind the hands. That's some and, scary stuff. And uh, it's it's so cool. It's scary, especially in my face. I have the face for radio. Negative. Uh-huh. I don't have a face for television. Seriously. So back into this. How and what can we do to protect our families to make sure that our kids are safe. I mean, there was even a shooting at a kid's sweet 16 party. There is literally, it's like you're not safe anywhere. What what can we do to make sure that we provide safety for our families? What are your thoughts? Dads, go, go get a gun. Why has it got to be only a dad? Stand by. Sexist. I'm not done. Dads, go get your gun. Go get your gun permit. Go training. Okay, we know that most of the times men are the better shot. What? It's you better tread carefully, <laughs> uh, ladies. Watch it. Also, get your gun permit. Carry your firearm. Okay. Hmm. Your dexterity is a lot better than men, so you may you may outshoot the man. Outshot you. But you need to learn weapon retention. I've outshot you. Okay. On one of our dates, like 20,000 years ago, I outshot you. Oh, is that right? Yes. 20,000 years ago. <laughs> yes. I shot a quarter center mass. Now, I guarantee oh, you. There was no quarter. <laughs> you put a quarter on the target. Yes. Negative. Yes. How come all of a sudden amnesia, you can remember this? No, I, I don't remember it. Exactly. I don't think I could do it again, but I did it one time at band camp. And that's all that matters is that I got it. That was a sexy date doing shooting. But these dads, these moms, they have the training on their belt. They have their firearms. And learn to shoot with both hands. It's very important. Don't even say it. What? You brought it up. Go ahead, sweetheart. Prior to my amputation, their love, as you know, were trained to shoot with both hands. I learned to shoot with both hands. If something happens, God forbid, and you are no longer able to use one hand for whatever reason, you can still fire with the other. 
And that's why I said everybody should go out and learn to fire with both hands. Now, can I? No, I could nub them. But I mean, seriously. You just have to go through more extensive training. Um, uh, whether it's revolver or a magazine fed to be able to reload. But if you need more than 10 rounds to incapacitate your target, you need more training. And I'll be there to train you, babe. I'll help you out. What, cat got your tongue? I'm just waiting on you to wake up because obviously you're still in dream room. Ha, 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 so funny. But no, once these parents get trained, they can teach their children. You know? Maybe that's one of the problems. These, these kids are, you know, they, they just see the guns on, on the cartoons. The cartoons. They don't have those anymore. Wow. The video games. Kids being removed. Really? Yes. Because he's sexist? Yes. Get out. And now, I didn't know this, but Winnie the Pooh is actually a girl. She doesn't have pants on since day one. She. Winnie the Pooh's a girl. That's the latest I've heard is that Winnie the Pooh is a girl. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And there's other characters that are going to be changed around. Like, they're actually going to have a lesbian uh, couple in a new upcoming Disney movie. This is you better watch it. What is Disney doing? No, it's not Disney who's doing it. San, uh, is it DeSantis um, is considering the vacant land that's next to Disney in Florida putting a prison there. Disney wouldn't do it. <laughs> Walt is turning in his grave. But they're considering putting a prison. Not just whatever, but like a prison. Holy mackerel. I mean, it's unheard of. I mean, what are you going to do? Go visit somebody in jail and then take the kids next out next door to Disney? That wasn't pleasant. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's just, I mean, how can you stay safe? You know, you have to stay safe to make I, sure your kids are safe. I know some, some of y'all are going to disagree with me on the gun issue. Um, but that's that's just me. I, I carry every day. I, I protect my family. Uh, my wife, she carries. She's going to protect us also. But I don't carry just guns. I mean, I, I'm like a little Terminator carrier. Yeah, I try to get her like a Assassin's Creed a hidden knife for her prosthetic. That's hot. <laughs> like, he gave me one year the best birthday gift. He took me into a gun store, and I was like, a, I was like a man with an unlimited card and no return of payment on that card at Home Depot. He was like, All right, babe, happy birthday. Go pick out whatever you want. I was like, See ya later. Much, 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 much later. Because, and then we've had an axe competition, axe throwing competition. Of course, I won. No, you did not. I won. Are you really going to be Pinocchio right now? I won the first round. And then we blindfolded. And who just trampled the other one? That's right. I won. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. Call it out. Say it. Extra is kind of fun, y'all. And who won the blindfold? Not one round. I allowed you, <laughs> Meredith. No. You didn't yes. allow me. You, you hit the, like, steps. And you hit the sides. You didn't even hit the target. So, no. There you go. Uh, 
guys, gals, kids, put your phones down, put your video games down for a minute and do something interactive with your family. I don't care if it's cornhole, which is also fun. People might not know what that means. Axe throwing. People not, might not know what cornhole is. Cornhole? You, you take Did a you little... say cornhole? Is no. it ho, 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 ho? <laughs> no. My hoeing days are over. you damn right they're over. You've explored every country in the freaking galaxy. Easy, greasy. Mm. Mm. This may be live. Mm. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm what? Mm-mm. How do you protect your family? Back in the day, we would go and have our homes unlocked. You know, our cars are unlocked. The windows were open. Now, it's like a fortress. It really is. I mean, like, let's take our home, for instance. Our home has 24-hour-day cameras. There's, what, like 10-plus cameras on the property, if not more. Take seven, maybe maybe 10. And then they're recording 24 hours a day. We have an alarm system. We have alarms on every windows. <laughs> we had dogs everywhere. Oh, my God. There's there's so many. Yeah, it's crazy. Who wants a puppy? And it's. I've got 25 wait, puppies. You. What? You? I'm sorry. What? You? Can I finish? What are you? You? Us? Much better. Okay. We. Better. At a contagious smile have 25 puppies, y'all. Y'all. Y'all, give Use us a shout. Use guys. No. Yes. No, we're talking about the Southerners right now. Use guys. And anybody over in Canada and the UK. By the way, Graham Allen had it. They had a baby. His wife and he had a baby. Graham Allen? Uh-huh. Am I supposed to know them? You were listening to his podcast. Oh, that, that one. That oh, one yeah. who's like all oh. about having guns. And, That's right. Yeah. I like that guy. I hey, congratulations, do. buddy. Not that you're listening to us. He might. You never know. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Y'all come get a puppy. That would be a great sense of security. There you go. So, oh, that, that reminds me. So, as a um, as a police officer of six and a half years with one department, just one. No shout out to them. I only, as far as I recollect, I only... Um, Drew down? No, I only did one police report that involved a burglary that there was a dog inside the house and the burglar still committed the, the crime. That's just dumb. Well, it was a very small dog. I mean, very small, like Maltese or Chihuahua or something. I don't remember. Like a Bichon? But small? it was, you know, it was just inconsequential. Those were like Right. But any other, any other person's house... That's the only report I've ever done in six and a half years. And, um, you know, maybe others can back me up. If there's a dog, criminals are lazy. They don't like noise, right? They, they just want to kick in the back door or go through the window. That's noise? At, in and out. Are you contradicting everything I say? No. <laughs> You're beautiful. Jar. See? That was contradicting. I was too. No, wasn't. You just told me to put my two cents in the jar. You just gave your two cents. You're still beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See, everybody loves our chemistry. Everybody. If one person comments, Michael, you're an idiot. You're not funny. Go away. Never happened. It will. No, it won't. Oh, I got, I got, hey, y'all, thank you for your awesome reviews. I got to post them out there. Uh, just got overwhelmed. Y'all, y'all got so many great ones. 
Um, and there's like another 380 on just one. Platform. And I want I want to say thank you to the we'll call them anonymous um, benefactors who's been kindly donating to the company to the webpage because we the, cannot do this alone. Because to the, uh, the dogs and everything that you know we have to go through. Did I mention we have 25 puppies? Did I mention that, y'all? Okay, that's 25 more mouths to feed on top of the seven dogs that we already have, the adult dogs, on top of um, I have a human wife here and a human daughter. I don't eat much. <laughs> he said those days were over. I think you just broke the mic. I'm only 255-ish pounds. Ish. Yeah. Whatever, you're hot. Whatever. You're hot. Jar. Car addicting. Okay, pot. Hi, kettle. <laughs> Seriously, like. What? Throw my prosthetic at somebody who came in. Why are we talking about prosthetics? Because we're talking about safety in the home. And in your. That thing is a Assassin Creed knife. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> she opened that claw one time. Oh, my God, y'all. She opened her claw for the first time. I like a dumb redneck, right? Let me let me pee on the electric fence. It won't run up the yeah. Yeah, so I stuck my finger in her claw. Okay. Now, if anybody says that's dirty, y'all are just nasty. Nasty. Wow, and, just wow. And she clamped down and, I didn't do it, on purpose. and it hurt like a mofo. I didn't do it on purpose. Well, you thought about it. Maybe. But you have to have your brain move something that's not part of you, and you're training Ooh, yourself. You're telekinetic. You have, and there's all these gadgets yeah, and gizmos powers. in there, and then gizmos. Yes, and I have a power wrist, and then the the thing itself. So you're literally trying to move everything, and it's stressful. It's painful until you get acclimated to it. And it doesn't help that I don't wear it because I'm not ever going to get acclimated to it. But it makes a beautiful decorative piece on the dresser. Does it have a battery? Yeah, it's supposed to get charged. I haven't charged it since I got it. So you're one of those women that have a battery I've never operated. had Because I had you. <laughs> <laughs> I never needed it because I had you. Uh, you're too smart for me. Right. No, this is gonna agree. Y'all too he's she's too smart for him. No. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Nope, because they know how much I adore you. I'm, it's very obvious. Everybody knows. All right. Um what else were we talking about? Well, you went around the mulberry bush on this one. You did. I was talking about safety. I was talking about guns and knives and, and protecting your family. Who has more knives? See, here we go. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of hot, right? Oh, I just lost a knife. Thank you very much. Why? Because I had to cut the freaking umbilical cord of how many puppies? How many puppies, y'all? No. I was out it there. It better not be the custom-made one I had for you. I was delivering 12 puppies, and she got so tired after five and a half hours, I had to cut the umbilical cord for her, but she couldn't gnaw through them. She was just wore out. They're so cute. They are just so, so cute. They are very adorable. Y'all check out our website. We'll put up more pictures. Because um, I don't have any work to do. You don't. You don't do anything. You sit on your butt here for 21 hours a day. I wonder what my claw clamp would do to your butt cheeks. <laughs> you run this company. 
you attend these schools. Come on, squirts. All I do is sit on my butt and sleep. Yeah. You did do laundry, you said. I did laundry one time at bank, at bank camp. camp. And then I folded it. And you were like, woman, are you going to go ahead and tell everybody? I knew you were going to forget. What did you come home to the other day and you were not happy when you came into our room and saw what I did? Oh, I came home and uh, <laughs> and I, I, I had her 1975 vintage Mickey Mouse Teddy Rup, 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 Rupkin. Rupskin? Rup. What was his name? Come on. Rupskin. Spit it out. Forget his name. Teddy Rupskin. Rupskin? Yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. What did I do to yeah, our bedroom? it's kind of like that, where the Mickey Mouse talks. What did I do to our bedroom? Yeah, rearranged it, you knucklehead. One-handed. I left it, and the furniture's at least 200 years old, and it's in mint condition. And I literally lifted everything, including the nightstands, the refrigerator. We have, like, a mini fridge in our room for water. and Beer? No, there's no beer in there. There's lots of beer. No, there's not. There will be. No, there won't. It's because I drink it all. No. And apple juice and things like that in there. It's spiked. It is not. And I told him I wanted the room rechanged around. And he said, I'll get to it. Like, I'm still waiting on my shelves, you know. And so I literally said, that's it. I'm done. And I started at the ceiling, getting all the dust and doing the, the top of the ceilings. And then worked my way down and moved all the furniture. And Faith, of course, walks in and goes, ooh, dad's going to get you. And I was like, ooh, I don't really care. And I moved every. I even moved our California king bed multiple times to get it where we needed it to be. Moved all the furniture, and then he walked in. What? <laughs> Do you know what is a, a huge thing? And you should tell tell one of our stucco stories because you you tell what? everybody loves a golden retriever story, and if you give them insight on how amazing these puppies are, and stucco is their dad. That they could see, you know, and actually hear, like, how amazing these dogs are. Stucco's no longer a dad. Stucco is a dad. He's Stucco's a dang husband. Stucco, our, our stud dog. My service dog. Our male dog. My service dog. Will not allow me, Meredith, to touch my wife. What happens if you try? He jumps up in between us. <laughs> he'll, he'll lay on top of her to protect her. He will stretch his, his paws out to push me away. He is so jealous. He's so protective he of his mom. Like he was playing around, this one, Michael, was playing around earlier. And he's like, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her. And I went, Stucco, help. And he comes running up the stairs. And he just jumps up. And he's so playful. He's not, there's not a mean bone in that baby. And he just, he's just as sweet as he can be. He immediately just gets right in front of me. And then he'll like put his paw on Michael's face or he, he just pushes him off and he's like, I want to hold my wife. And then he'll just jump up and come right between us. And the best, the best. Oh God. Are you going to say it on air? Is when he puts his head like on my shoulder and he nestles in oh. and then puts his butt in your face because <laughs> he doesn't want you to be <laughs> that's, that's not the worst. Oh, when he farted on you? No. Well, I wasn't going to say that because that's just not even, that's gross. That, you might as well say it. No. You might as well. That's you and that's nasty. Hey, are we real? We are real. That's real nasty. How many times you reach over to scratch your dog in the middle of the night? That's nasty. I've never done that. 
It's yeah. gross. And to only find out you, you've been scratching his nuts. That's disgusting. I don't have to yep. worry about that. Because he that was sleeps, me, folks. He sleeps with his head on my shoulder. He does. And what's the best is in the mornings when he gets up, Stucco's so crazy hyper because he knows he's going to go out. So he gets all excited. But then he won't do that with me. But when I get up and go to the bathroom or if I get up to go downstairs, then he is as quiet as can be. He's as sweet as can be. He doesn't get all excited and he doesn't jump on anyone. But when Michael gets up, Stucco jumps all over him and he'll take his shoes and his socks. It is hysterical because he's such a fun baby and he is a good dad. I mean, come on, Stucco is like yeah, phenomenal. He's got three winners out there. Well, he's a, he's a sterminator. <laughs> he's like what? A terminator. A sperminator. <laughs> he is. All the women love him. That's why we named him after you. Speaking of love, um, did you tell them about 1%? I don't do that. Why not? Because that's not who I am. You know that. Well, I say thank you. Well, I say thank you, too, and I tell them it's not because of us. It's no. because of them. They We have held our spot at the top 1%. Uh, we are still on the top 1%. We haven't moved. Knock on wood. It's my head. No, I'm missing. And, like, we're still at 1% of the top podcasts. Thank y'all for listening. We're, I, I really appreciate it. I just want to be able to... Tell you we have 25 puppies? Yeah. <laughs> y'all come get your puppies. And... Make your wife happy. Make your kids happy. What a great Mother's Day present. Yeah, which one are you getting me? It's coming around They're the They're just... Um, what? Today. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have to think on that. Yeah. It's this year. <laughs> but, you know, for those that don't know and are tuning in for the first time again, we welcome you. But we are doing something. You have till the end of this month to send us an email to either Victoria at a contagious smile.com or Solomon four at a contagious smile.com. And nominate a family that you think really, truly needs one of these beautiful, beautiful forever best friends for the ultimate experience. And we are actually going to donate one of these beautiful, beautiful, adorable puppies. You know who I picked? I, I picked the first person I read. I can't help it. You didn't read the rest of them. They're I, all so moving and inspiring. The first one I read, I was like, okay, that's it. That's a winner. But you didn't even read the I rest. know. I'm, I get too emotional. They're just, they're, they're so good. I, I'm going to get through them. I've already read them. All of them? Up to date. Oh, my gosh. Up until what we have right now. Up until what we have right now, I have. All right, well, y'all keep sending them in. I'll, I'll read them. <laughs> With a box of Kleenexes. What do you hey. call them? Tissues? Yes. Kleenexes? Tissues. Handkerchiefs? Sleeves? No, you don't wipe your nose in your sleeve. Your daughter does. That's your daughter. No, that's your daughter. The Paperwork bending. Don't ever say that. That is your daughter. It's always been your daughter. Mm-hmm. These... Dogs are so cute. They prance and they're so funny and they have such a great little personality coming out. I mean, who doesn't love a puppy? I mean, seriously, 
How can you not? The guy who's cleaning up all the poop. That would be me. Then you pick one of them up and you hold them and you're like, oh. I know. I've been playing with them so all day. so cute. Clean the poop. I clean the candles. I give them all Give them shots. Yeah, they had to get their deworming and they got shots. Medicine. And they half has already had their vet check and the rest go this week for their vet check. Yeah, they were they were ecstatic, uh, seeing how, how good looking the puppies looked. At the they back. are so cute, and their eyes—they have the sweetest, most caring, gentle eyes. It is the cutest thing. And he's looking at them right now. He's not focusing on this. He's looking at the pups. That's uh, that's my retirement. I'm sorry. What? That's my retirement. What? That's my retirement. You're retired. Yes. Uh huh. You're working for me, and I'm working for you. You have lost your ever-loving mind. You're not working for me? Why would I work for you? Because it says I'm the president. I'm the CEO. Yeah, but I'm first. Founder. I'm first. President comes before F or C. Not even the letter P. Really? The founder is the person who establishes the foundation, which was me 17 years ago. Okay. George Washington was the founder. You gonna eat that, an apple now too, apple seed? The point <laughs> is, is that I found a contagious smile, and we do it together. Hey, don't tell everybody that. So that Miyamori is a bunch of horse puppies. So forget that. Uh uh-uh. uh. So you wanna try again? No. Nope. It's predictable. Completely. I'm predictable. Oh yeah. I knew you were gonna do it. <laughs> you did. Yeah. <laughs> I've had people ask how we've met. That old shoe. The old shoe? I hate them. Yeah, they knew that. Uh-uh, I've had people recently ask how we met. I hazed him when he was uh, wet behind the ears. Mm. And he still remembers what I was wearing. And then what else can we talk about? Really? Yes. Wow, just Wow. People don't want to hear about us. Yes, they do, because it gives them hope that if they come out of their horrific situation, that they can have a happily ever after. Well, how can they get out of it? They know they're not alone. We help them. We help them get out of how it. How can you help them? They're, this is not the platform for this one. Why not? Because we have a limited time on this one. <laughs> and every person who reaches out, I help them individually and personally. Y'all hear how she's tactfully avoiding? No, don't even try to. How did we meet? Hazing. You already stated that. And how was that situation? What was it? What was what? What were what the details of it? It was a fake prank. Meaning involving what? A cop, a ticket, another cop, and a gorgeous redhead. What was I wearing? Clothes. You happy? No. You knew exactly what I was wearing. Oh, anyway. No. It shows that there's sweetness from within. For me? Yes. I'm not sweet and mushy. Yes. I'm just a redneck. You're sweet and mushy to me. So y'all reach out to her for help? Let's go back to that topic. No. You're going to crush my hopes and dreams. Hopefully I've helped them. You don't even remember what I was wearing? He was wearing a suit, y'all. What kind of suit? Woman. The fact that it was a pinstripe suit with shoulder oh. pads. <laughs> shoulder yes, pads. you had shoulder pads. Did not. Back in the 80s. What? 
it was not back in the 80s. Like a thousand years ago. It was not in the 80s. You gonna tell me you graduated the police academy in the 80s? Mm. No, you didn't. You don't have to worry about your exes hearing it. This is in English. You're <laughs> <laughs> <Good> dork. <laughs> but true. <laughs> yeah, it's true, you're dork. You know what irritates me when you have to hit if you want English, press one. If you want oh Espanol, press two. It's America. Like I get it, but seriously, come on. I don't go flipping back memory lane. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're on your own. Fine, I'll be on my own. But the point is, is that if when if I go to Italy, I'm going to speak in Italian. I'm not going to insult the people of their country by not knowing their language. I mean, if you take the benefits that come from the country you are residing in, like illegal immigrants do, and they come in and they get all the benefits that are offered, don't you think that they should speak the language of the country they're residing in? After some time. 10 years, 15 years, and they're still not? Whatever it takes. No. I'm just saying, if I go over to Italy or I go wherever, I, I want to be able to speak that language because I'm in their land. I'm in their country. And, you know, I mean, people who come over here illegally get more benefits, more monetary benefits than American people in general. Right or wrong? Hmm. I suppose you're right. You're always right. Sorry, I yawned. What? I put on a hard day's work today. What? <clears throat> I was out there weed eating. You were what? Weed eating. Wrestling? No, not wrestling. <laughs> weed eating. You were jaw jacking all day. And jaw jacking. Oh, yeah. And what else? Kennels, dogs. So. I brought us in, and you can take us out. Oh. Well, I would love to hope that there would be no more of these senseless shootings. But that month's not over. So, y'all stay safe out there. Protect your loved one. Okay. A contagious smile, unstoppable, with Victoria and Michael and our 25 puppies. We'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all.